Hi, and welcome to Global Impact, a podcast designed to help you find the freedom to accomplish more with your life, increase the productivity of your team, and make a difference in the lives of people around the world. I'm your host, J.W. Oliver, and I thank you for joining us. Hi, this is J.W. Oliver with Global Impact. Man, we are super excited. We've had uh, Dr. David Moffitt with us before, all the way from Australia. He's a former dentist, dental, dental practice coach, practice consultant, uh, management expert, and as well as his, his wife is uh, a guru in the business there as well. David, good to see you again. How are you? W, great to uh, be chatting with you and uh, thanks for organizing this. I, I appreciate it. Saturday night, your time, Sunday morning, my time. Good news about that is that uh, the future, we're in the future. And so you can be assured that when you wake up tomorrow, it'll be still here. The world will still be here because we're already living Sunday. So Sunday's looking good for me. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. And, um, and always lovely to chat with you and, uh, and, and see what's happening for my friends in uh, in North America and uh, how they're coping with various situations. And haven't we got one on our hands at the moment? Man, yeah, I, uh, I've, I've been calling it the uh, the Corona chaos and it, and it, and it is just that. Um, and, and the reason I, 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 I got a hold of you again and, and we, we've been talking about that is, is you wrote a fascinating um, uh, piece about specifically about not being prepared for these types of event. I was, I was talking to someone actually earlier today and we were saying, you know, winter always comes and uh, you know, are you ready for the winter? Have you been storing up for the winter? And, and, and you wrote a really nice piece uh, on, and I saw it posted on your LinkedIn and, and you want to talk a little bit about that. It, it was, I believe it was called, uh, 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 was that the one past me? The mirror is starting to get ugly. Is that correct? Yes, I called it, I've got it over here. Pass me a mirror, it's starting to get ugly. And uh, I, I think the, the reason I wrote about this, JW, is that, uh, as you said, you know, you know, farmers know that uh, we have four seasons and, you know, you have to, you have to plant in the, in the springtime and, and reap uh, in, the, um, in the end of summer and, and autumn and then hunker down for the winter because that's just what happens. You know, they're not, they're not, they're not, you're not harvesting fruit, you're not harvesting grain, you're not harvesting um, vegetables all year round. They, they grow during certain periods and, and farmers know this and people in the, in the financial markets know this too, that the markets are, are cyclical. They follow you know, a cycle of, you know, we go in and out of property, we go in and out of um, equities, we go in and out of, out of um, cash as well. We've got to know that. But in business, some people think that it's going to be sunshine forever. And so they sail close to the wind. And so I've seen a couple of people down here in the dental field who have been whinging that, uh, you know, coronavirus has hit them for six. Well, they haven't been prepared for this. You know, we know Warren Buffett has been stockpiling cash for two years. Right. And if if he's been doing that, then we should be doing that too. But we've only got to go back to um, uh, George Glasson's book, um, The Richest Man in Babylon, where he says to save 20% of your income for, for a, a later date. You know, 
you've got to you've got to you've got to have that. I was discussing this with some friends of mine um, around my age about how much money we've got in our is still in growth assets and how much money in our superannuation, our retirement fund, is in cash. And I looked at you know, I sent a message to my my uh, my advisor. He said you're over twenty percent in cash. He said you're very conservative. And and one of the other guys said yeah. Um, six months in cash is what you really need to have to make sure that you can get by you know if it's so that you don't have to sell your assets so you don't have to sell your houses you don't have to sell your business you don't have to sell your your shares so you can ride out any any lumps and bumps in the economy so you know i had a story down here where a dentist went for a two-week holiday overseas came back to be put into two weeks isolation before she could go back to work and of course, that two weeks isolation on top of the two weeks holiday, that's going to kill her business. Well, her business is sailing on the edge if she can take two weeks holiday and then come straight back to work and then that's thrown on it. You know, so I just think that we need to take a step back. If this means that everybody starts being a little bit more conservative rather than aggressive and not borrowing and not living on, on credit cards. I'm finding a lot of dentists down here living on, on, their, on their credit cards now, trying to get through. Um, it, you know, it, but the reason I said pass me the mirror, it's because the person who's got the problem, they need the mirror. The solution to their problem is if they look in the mirror and say, well, how did I get in this mess? There's the answer. It was me. Yeah. I'm the one. Yeah, they're the person who signed the loans. They're the person who, who, who bought a business without doing their due diligence. They're the person who decided to do more marketing at the wrong period, period of time. That's what, what I, I, you know, I think we just need to take a look at ourselves and just say, you know, it's time to not be so aggressive and to be a little bit more conservative and, and to store up. And, you know, and nobody had credit cards 50 years ago. Credit, you know, people say for, you know, the, the, the paycheck had come in, they put a, a dollar in here, 50 cents in this jar and everything would be safe for. But now it's just buy now, you know, and pay later. David, I read an interesting, uh, it's been a few years back that in the U.S. that in 1950, 5% of the people had a home loan, that there was only 5% of the people that had a mortgage on their home, that in the year 2000, I believe it was, 95% of the people had a mortgage on their home. So you could see how quickly all that, now I don't know how accurate those statistics were, but I, but I believe it to be true. It's the same with credit cards. And you know, you mentioned about having six months worth of cash uh, for your business or six months worth of cash for your, your personal life. You know, it, it's a fact that uh, many people can't go 30 days without having uh, regular income coming in. And and again, what do we do? What do we look, look to when things go bad? Look at what's going on right now in the middle of this COVID-19. We've got this EIDL from the Small Business Administration. We've got this Paycheck Protection Program, the PPP coming out as well, that's going to be instant cash. But it seems to me that if these businesses would have been planning better, uh, not putting so much into new technology and, and being leveraged that we could we could pass through this thing for four to six weeks. Now, I know that can't be possible for everybody, but you would think for a four to six, even an eight week period that people could get by, especially in dental offices, get by in their business. You, you would hope so. Yeah, I mentioned Classen's book before, The Richest Man in Babylon. It's also Jim Rohn's, um, you know, The Seasons of Life. That that explains about what we should be doing in these 
in these periods when 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 things are good when things you know in springtime what do we do when as we see the market changing for the better what should we be doing when we see the market turning what would should we be doing but you know um, my my financial advisor says that um, if you um, if you uh, if you buy when when the market is uh, at the top and if you sell when the market is at the bottom if you keep that re repeating that cycle you'll go broke real quick and that's what <laughs> yeah. people are doing. They, yeah. they just get the wrong way well uh, you know I, I wrote down here making some notes I was thinking COVID-19 is really not the cause it's just the symptom and and if you diagnose that out it, it's it's not what caused people to be in panic it's just another symptom it was an occurrence whether it be uh, a war or whether it be this outbreak uh and and we can do things we, we can't we can't eliminate these these uh, events but we can sure mitigate the damage that they do if we do a little bit of personal responsibility and again quit putting that back on the government quit putting that back on other people to try to bail us out all the time we yeah one of the things i learned when i sold my business and and uh and uh, i sold it to a, a roll-up uh, which was then on sold to a a, a, a corporation but in the in the time that the roll-up had it they said uh 20 of the turnover of the business was to be returned to them as profit so if you're making 20 percent profit sure you, you put in any business sure you pay dividends or if you're in a mining business you're buying leases and trucks and equipment but you still got to make sure that you can service that equipment if you've, you've just got to you know we've just got to go back to class and then just you know 10 percent 10 percent never to be touched and another 10 percent as as capital in case of emergency we just got to do that 20 percent all the time well i i a couple of couple of things you know uh, as a as a strong believer uh two two little verses popped up one was in proverbs fifteen twenty two. says without counsel plans fell but with many advisors they succeed and i think going back to what you think I've, i kind of outlined these three pieces of of, of uh, steps anybody could take and one was just to seek good advice you mentioned your financial advisor uh i mentioned a verse here about without advisors around these plans fail to me, that's one of the most important things. And, and I know you do some some consulting with dental offices, your, your, your wife's in the business as well. I, I think we need to put the right people around us, whatever business or whatever uh, sector we're in in the business world, we should seek out that advice of others as well. Uh, I, I agree. And, uh, you know, one of the people who uh, who shocked me, I was talking to a dentist and, and um, she'd had a really tough uh, 15 years running her own business. I said, well, who's been advising you? And she said, well, I have my own plan. And I, you know, I, I pulled out of the conversation because you can't argue with that. Um, but in reality, she should have sought other people's advice. You know, I, I, I lost money on the stock market in 2007 on blue chip shares. And I realized that I don't have the time to do my own stock market research. So I yeah. just put it all in the hands of a financial advisor who then, you know, grew my portfolio by addressing the the, the cyclical nature of uh, of where we should be um investing and i feel much safer and i sleep much better knowing that he's got my back and it's a matter of finding the right person who has your back 
And there are people out there who, who, who have been through these things before in other times, who know what we have to do in these times. But sadly, some people learn by just, you know, following the current and, you know, the current might be going over a waterfall, JW, and that's the bad thing about it. And then all of a sudden they start saying, how, did, how could I have been so stupid? Well, you know, because you didn't follow the advice. You, you, you just didn't see what the smart people have been saying and, and the smart people have been doing. It's sad, but yeah, you know, free advice is worth every penny you pay for it. And <laughs> the other thing, the other thing is that Facebook is not your advisor. Okay, <laughs> Facebook is not a, a a legitimate form of advice. You need to do your due diligence. You know, in, you know, in business where we've got HR issues, and I'm just telling people, go to your accountant, go and see what the tax office can do for you. Um, Go to your bank, see what your banks will do for you. Get your HR advice so that you know what you have to do in this situation with, in terms of standing down staff, laying off staff, things like that. But do it properly because every penny you pay for advice comes back to you. You know, it, it's money well spent. And even if you think you paid too much at the time, a year later, you'll say that was money well spent. Yeah, yeah, I, I think that can be with, with advisors for your finances, for accountants helping you with your strategy planning for dental consultants, how to run your office more efficiently. There, there's just so many good ad advisors you can get around. And and you're right, you don't wanna be taking advice from maybe your, if you're a dentist, maybe your dentist friend, uh, you don't really know if he's doing that well internally or not. He may be telling you he's doing well, but you know I, that's why you gotta go to somebody who's trusted, who's got a track record, who's been in the business a long time. Same way with the financial advisor. You, know, you, you, you probably don't wanna uh, have the financial advisor that just made a career change from from another industry and he's building his portfolio of, of clients i think you gotta look for for people that are seasoned veterans and, and whatever they're doing <laughs> oh one of my first financial advisors was a guy who used to be a dentist and after i left him they told me well he, they said as a financial advisor he uh, made a good dentist um <laughs> he wasn't good at all <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I, uh, I, I read another one, uh, you know, it was talking about, you, you just mentioned, it. it's funny you mentioned um, uh, the book there, uh, The Richest Man of Babylon. I've read that book. It's a great quick read, easy to, easy to jump into and read. But I was, number one, I had to seek good advice. Number two, uh, it was, a, I, I think we should adjust our lifestyles to where it's funny. I, I wrote this down, I'm not making it up. I really wrote down 20%. I put I put on there that adjust our lifestyles so that we could save 20%. I was I was reading a, another verse in Genesis that says, and let them gather all the food of these good years that are coming and store up grain under the authority of Pharaoh for food in the cities. The food shall be a reserve for the land against the seven years of famine that are to occur in Egypt so that they may not perish through the famine. You know, there's 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 such good knowledge for this. So I had seek good advice, find counselors, adjust that lifestyle so you can save 20%. And something I really believe in is the third one is give generously. Um, I, I think we're on here to help people, not to not to hoard it all up and not be a benefit. You just told me a great story about a Thai restaurant uh, before we got on that. Uh, People are giving generously. They're 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 reaching out, and that's uplifting things. So, in my mind, if we do those three things as we go forward, if we seek that good advice, if we and twenty percent, a lot of people are saying, ah, 
oh man, you guys must be rich. I can't save 20%. You know, that's impossible. It's not possible for me to save 20. I've got car payments and house payments, but that's why I preface with that with adjust your lifestyle. You've got to adjust your lifestyle so that you can save that 20%. Yeah. Um, we all got brought up in that, uh, that, that, uh, economy of, yeah, get a new car every so often, every three or four years, get a new car. Yeah, I, I bought a European car 12 years ago. Things still going great. Just great. Yeah, it, does, yeah, it doesn't have Bluetooth, but apart from that, it doesn't have a cassette player. Either. I was going to say, does the eight track player still work? <laughs> no, it doesn't have one of those, but, <laughs> but it, it, does, it does have CDs. Yeah, but, but still, just goes, still goes, goes beautifully. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't change it for anything because, you know, um, European cars are made to run. Yeah, forever. that's right. Well, it's a funny story you say that. I, I, I literally, and only because it was needing a major repair, I traded my truck in uh, December 31st. Uh, there was some tax incentives to do it, and they had some really low prices. And my truck was 13 years old that I was trading in. And I was, you know, it was only because the economics didn't make sense. But today I'm looking at it thinking, huh, still wish I had my old truck. I should have just got it repaired. <laughs> Yeah, there's diff different events. Well, your 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 article is spot on. I'm going to repost it again. I'll put the links on here when we repost this. And uh, I I think just understanding that that winter winter is coming or winter always comes. And and your article was I just read that and then I read your article and then just thinking about hey what are what could people leave with. If they hear something, you know, we get we get we're just bombarded with things, right? By social media and podcast and 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 TV and, and the television. And if we can walk away with something, and mine mine for me was, man, I got to seek. I think I do try to seek good advice, but I want to seek the best advice I can in all areas of my life, whether that's uh, for my marriage. Uh, you know, I, I love to say you need to keep your marriage tuned up as well. It's it's just like a car. Every now and then you got to tune it up. I, just past 26 years and I want to keep my marriage tuned up, my financial position. So seek good advice, adjust that lifestyle so you can save that 20%. Now you've got a cushion and you know, it doesn't take very long. If you're saving 20%, you build a cushion pretty fast within about 12 months time. You've got a nice cushion to fall back on. And the last is just give generously. Uh, we're here to, we're put on this earth to help people uh, and, and, and to, to be able to lift them up uh, kind words can be a generous giving as well. Some people just need a little little uplifting from their generosity as well. But your, your, your article was just spot on. Winter's coming. Be prepared. Well, David, thank you. Thank you for making that impact, making a global impact for doing all you do. You and your wife are fantastic. I love keeping up with you. We don't get to talk much, but uh, this is great to be able to spend a little time with you. God bless you. Let's get this country rolling, get your country rolling and get the globe back to where it needs to be so we can uh, travel and have a little bit of fun as well. I, I can't wait. Well, David, thank you. We appreciate you. Have a great week. And we uh, thank everybody joining us for uh, taking a few minutes to preparing for that winter. Have a super week. Thanks again for joining us on another edition of Global Impact. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and Deezer and follow us on Facebook. Links will be in the description below. Until next time, Stay inspired, stay motivated, and make an impact.